I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. I seem to be resonating with a lot of gardening metaphors lately, even though I'm not someone who frequently does anything with plants and gardens uh, beyond watering our indoor plants every week. So last week, I know I had something that was connected with uh, being transplanted and adjusting to that. This week, I have something connected with weeding because I spent a little time yesterday pulling the weeds and tending to the potted plants outside our house. And in those, we've got a lot of succulents. So it, it was pulling out some weeds, also pulling out some of the dead uh, leaves that had fallen from the oak trees that we have on our property, as well as tending to flower stalks that had, you know, come up and out of the succulents that had bloomed and now were ready to be cut because the blooms were gone. And also me getting pricked by one of the pokey succulents too, as I was tending to getting leaves out that had collected inside of its, um, inside of it. Uh, I, I, I don't know what those are called, the tendrils that come out of succulents with that, um, leaves, I guess, leaves caught inside of leaves. I don't know what to call them. Anyway, so here are some things that went through my mind as I was taking care of these potted plants yesterday. One is pulling out some of the dead oak leaves that had, you know, fallen in the pot and were collecting and kind of in the way of the plants that were already there. So, you know, sometimes things fall on us that are not ours and we need to clean those up, move those along, either take it in to the soil so to speak, you know, just take it in and let it uh, break down and turn into something new and fertilize us, or literally get it taken out of the environment. And I think that that really resonates with me on various things that come up and need to be taken care of regarding other people's stuff that comes into the life or things that come into our life, decluttering, whether it's energetically or spatially or um, emotionally, all of that. So that was one correlation. Then there was pulling out some weeds that were really, you know, starting to grow and, and in some cases kind of try to take over the pot. And it was like, no, you're not supposed to be here. And so I'm 
going to pull you out. Well, in order to do that, in to be the most successful in pulling out those weeds, I had to get closest to the root as I could, and you know, to the base of where it meets the, where the weed, where I could see and feel it meet the soil and really grab there. So get as low as I could, closest to the root. And then I had to really go, it tended to work best if I went slower and sometimes would kind of wiggle it or move it in some sort of motion and not just yank straight up. Sometimes a yank straight up could work if it was a solid hold, really low down. And yet sometimes that could be a little disruptive to some of the surrounding things, especially if they were more delicate little succulents, like what I refer to as hens and chickens, little baby little, the referred to as the little chickens, the little tiny ones that have very low root system. So if you just start yanking weeds right next to those, you tend to pull those up too, and then you have to kind of like settle them back in. So it can be I mean, you can do it as a couple step process. You can also slow down and tend to the weed and be a little more cautious so that you're not uprooting the little tiny baby succulent next to it. So that was interesting to look at because it just occurred to me that there is definitely a uh, method to pulling out the weeds and the closest we can get to the root the lower, deeper down we go, the slower we go, and more intentional, or sometimes a quick pull. But again, if you're going to do a quick pull, got to have a good grip on it. So think about that in relation to stuff you're going through, moving through, or think of things that you've moved through in the past that you have been able to let go of and essentially get rid of out of your life that you realized became a weed of your life. Maybe it was a way of thinking, a belief pattern, um, some sort of belief that was limiting you from getting where you wanted to be. And you were able to finally pull it out at the root and get it out of there and move forward in your new growth. So that was interesting to me to just notice. Sometimes quick worked, sometimes it didn't. Sometimes it needed to be slower. There was a definite common theme of if I try to pull at the top, I would just break off the bits and the thing would still keep growing. So think about that. As we dig deeper into our awareness, into our personal work of what's going on with us, the really the root underneath the things of why we feel certain ways. And I'm not saying you have to uncover what created this belief pattern in your life, it sometimes is actually irrelevant. It's more of just being aware that the thing exists. And that awareness, though, is sometimes buried under a few layers of uh, protection where we've, we don't really want to acknowledge that we're feeling a certain way about something or that we've established a certain thought pattern that we are not ready to let go of. And so we put up these barriers to think anything differently. So kind of the deeper layers of why I've done a prior podcast episode about that. And basically, it's digging down deeper to just recognize 
that there's this thing going on with you that you are having this feeling. Maybe there's a feeling underneath the feeling that you're trying to avoid and something that you're really trying to get out of something typically is a feeling. Anything that we want to accomplish in life typically is because we are seeking a certain feeling we think it will bring us. And we live a lot of our lives avoiding feelings that we find are uncomfortable and then burying them or setting them aside and really not tending to them. So letting those come up and addressing them can be really effective and important and crucial to moving forward and growing further in our world. And that takes conscious attention to going a little deeper and not just looking what's on the surface level. And that's where the pulling down closer to the root of the weed can come to be fruitful in our growth. And I cannot emphasize enough how in most cases, slowing down is really a key ingredient. Slowing down helps us to become more aware of what is actually going on inside of us. And slowing down can help us have all kinds of insights and also can help us actually integrate new ways of being because it's much easier sometimes to just plow through and try to think, well, I can just speed through this, or maybe I'll just listen to all these podcasts, listen to these books. You know, this is the fast track to develop myself. I'm not saying you're not getting any value out of these things. And yet slowing down and really considering how these things are resonating with you and doing some of that inner work where you're becoming more aware about how you operate and what's going on inside of you, that can be the most effective thing for you to release the hold it has on you, for you to be able to pull it out at the root, get it out of your life, i.e. pot, and have it truly go away. Until the next one, you realize, has shown up and, and, and uh, planted itself in there that you've got to address. Ongoing process. Of course, all of this is an ongoing process. Now, during my weeding and uh, cleaning up stuff here, I got pricked in my forearm by one of the little spiky ends to one of the succulents because I was reaching inside and these, again, I don't know what they're called on it. I'm, I'm assuming leaves, you know, I'm going to just call it leaf because they're just so strong and sturdy. I, I'm, I'm, but I'm assuming that's what they're called. Anyway, I'm reaching in between these to get out a bunch of the oak leaves that had accumulated. And in the process, I'm trying to be careful, but in the process, I should have worn, I have some longer gardening gloves. Uh, yeah, that too. I almost put those on and then I thought, no, I'm fine. And then now <laughs> looking back, sometimes a little extra um, support can be helpful, right? Anyway, I'm wearing my shorter gloves and I get pricked and it kind of hurt. And then I'm like, 
I had a thought of maybe I should go wash that area on my arm and I didn't. And then a little few minutes later, I noticed it start swelling up. So then I decided, okay, I've got to set, take my gloves off, take a moment, take a break, go wash this out because it's now irritating me because I, I know I have sensitive skin. So I go tend to that and then come back out. And that was another reminder of, oh yeah, sometimes we have to stop what we're doing, take a moment and go tend to something to take care of ourselves. And something, especially when something starts flaring up with some sort of irritation or reaction. So that needs tending to. So it's okay to stop, pause, take a beat, go tend to it, whatever that looks like. That is a great reminder about our personal journeys. And it just showed up in the way of a prickly little end of a succulent poking my arm. Sometimes there's going to leave a little scar for a little while. Like I still, I can see where that got me yesterday and that's okay. Right now it's healing. It's also a reminder to me of listening to my gut. And if I'm going to go take care of that specific plant in the way that I did yesterday, probably will have less of a chance of getting pricked if I wear my longer gloves. Lesson learned. Another thing that I mentioned that I did with the plants is that I cut off the old dead uh, flowered, flowering stalks. Another reminder that sometimes things bloom and are beautiful. And then usually there's a, a life to just about everything in our lives, meaning it's got a life of its own, a beginning, middle, and end typically. And in this case, this these flowers that had come up, most of them were done and ready to be cut. And that is another reminder that when something has served us completely, completely bloomed, and now it's gone and passed in some way, that maybe it's time to go let it completely move on and, and cut it out at the base of where it showed up. It doesn't mean that you forget that it happened or was part of your life. It's just a time to refresh and be able to put more energy into other areas of your growth and your life. So cutting out, decluttering anything that has served its purpose and has had its own life and its own life has come to an end that may or may not equate to literal lives of people in our life and animals and such but it in general I want to talk about just things having a life cycle and recognizing that there may be just a little tending to a little gardening to clean up whatever was left behind when something has moved on and is no longer in its budding phase. So those were all thoughts that came through my mind as I was tending to these pots yesterday. I absolutely love sharing with you these random insights I have when I'm just going about 
living life, doing things, seeing things out in the world, I can't help myself but to often relate it to life lessons. And I look forward to finding more opportunities to do that as things continue to show up for me in such a way that I recognize, oh, wow, look at this this way, especially in nature. I think it's really fascinating to watch and study and see what we can learn from it about our own lives and then remember these analogies going forward if they support us in any way. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and week as you consider weeding out your own garden, your own life, cleaning up the dead leaves that have fallen in your path or surrounding you or kind of gotten stuck in your own, in your own leaves and also cleaning up anything dead that has already blossomed, that's life cycle has come and gone, that it's time to make space and save energy, renew the energy or refocus the energy that you've got toward other types of growth that you're ready for now. And there's one more thing I want to say before I get to the closing quote today. I know that doing these things I've mentioned and in, in how they relate to our lives, especially the slowing down, getting deep, closer to the root, all of this sounds great in theory and sometimes can be, many times can be much more difficult to do than you know, than we would like to think or um, admit. So that's where having a coach comes in. And I have experienced firsthand over the last 11 years that having a coach there to help me slow down and find where I can get lower and lower and lower to pull that weed out how I can address things and not always get pricked, um, how I can clean things up and be able to learn and move on, that having them as my guide through that process is just so valuable. So this is a reminder that I can do that for you. There's a few p- ways to work with me. One is right now, if you go to cherishyourlife.com forward slash video, there's some free training to get a taste of my coaching there, plus a special limited time offer to join my program if you like what you experience. And, and then there's also, and then that program is busy to balanced. Um, then there's also one-on-one coaching. My calendar is really filling up for this fall. There's still a few spots left as I record this though. So if you have any interest or you want to take me, you know, for a test drive in a single session, then that is an option too. And on my homepage of my website, cherishyourlife.com, there are a couple button options, one where you can click to schedule a call with me to learn more about to see if this is a fit for you and what my availability is. And there's also one to just go ahead and book a single breakthrough session and let's go for it and see if we can dive in and help you pull a few weeds out. And I would love 
to support you in that process. But like I said, my calendar really is filling up for the next few months because this is a time of year where people are like, whoa, the kids are back in school. There's so many things I still want to accomplish yet this year. And then suddenly the path to the end of the year starts, we, we really hone in on it and are like, okay, what do I want to focus on? What did I say I was going to do this year? What do I really want to get done this year? And more importantly, how do I want to feel throughout the rest of the year? That I really invite you to consider and then do the things that are going to help you feel the way you want to feel because all the other doing and accomplishing and checking things off the list doesn't really amount to much if it doesn't bring about the feelings we were hoping. And often we can just keep checking those things off the list and get to the end of the year and then be like, well, dang, I still don't feel better. So, well, what now? That's where a coach can come in. That's where I might be able to help you. My closing quote today is by Kelly Clarkson. Pick the weeds and keep the flowers. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>